in a world with Mark, a foo, straight acting up. You know, in every segment we do in the beginning of every episode, I'm either a fool or dead. In a perfect world, you're both. Oh, thank you. <laughs> doing good i'm doing good i saw you yesterday i know so not much has happened we watched we watched iron man 3 we did we did and i said i thoroughly enjoyed the movie and i said it's one of the best ones we've seen so far and i think mark is a fool straight acting up that's crazy bro did you not have a good time if you want to hear more about that we also have that on spotify coming up pretty soon for sure mark uh, ever uploads it i i I will we'll see about that we'll see about that (laughs) Today we have a long-awaited episode with musician, performer, the man, the myth, the legend himself, and when I met him, actor, Christopher McDowell. Hey, hey it's, it is man. I, man. He said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ch- check the feedback. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you doing? Ah, not too bad. Not too bad, bro. Uh, I, I didn't think we were going to be able to get you on the show for the longest time, but I'm glad we're able true. to see each other. I haven't seen you in so long, and uh, same with Thomas. I'm I know, it's been, yeah, it's been like since grad- well, since Ivan's party. <laughs> It's Ivan's part. Well, that was like yeah, that was like, like a, New year, Year's or something. A year like ago, that. Well, almost a little more than probably like a year and a half ago now. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I saw you there. I saw you there. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew Chris from uh, from middle school. Mm. That is true. Same cloud. Let's yeah, go yeah. Mustangs. I always thought oh. Chris was a really funny guy. I'd be like, hey Chris, say something funny. He'd be like, say something funny, Chris, for the. Uh-oh, Dang. For the, for the, oh. Nah, you can't. You can't yeah, let him about that. He doesn't know. know. He doesn't know. This man was I'm like out of practice. Oh. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, okay." It's I couldn't. This. I couldn't think of anything you said that was funny. <laughs> I, I liked your face. You were like, "Oh, I'm waiting for the impression." <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What did you? You did also uh, music in middle school as well. Yeah, I did. Um, since sixth grade. Yeah. Nice. Or nice, were you nice, playing nice. the? saxophone the trompeta oh there we go. The trumpet. close the, yeah. close i did want to play the saxophone though mm, mm. and did they just yeah. kind of position you into playing uh no i was a boy scout so i wanted to flex on the other scouts so oh, I, hell yeah. I picked trumpet oh okay <laughs> did you ever get like that flint and steel like the like the the keychain with the flint and steel on it i heard that's what you got for signing oh up. yeah most definitely yep hell yep. yeah did you ever burn anything you weren't supposed to hell yeah <laughs> i burn everything my dad was pissed <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect man man yo fire's just cool man i don't care who, how old you are man fire's i'll burn shit right I'll now burn, yeah, wow bro real. did you play with fire oh can i cuss you? am i allowed to yeah, cuss you're allowed to... Yeah. Uh, we we keep it to a minimal, but you know it's all. Oh, good. sorry. You, you slipped one in there. That's all right. There no, you no, go. No, no, no. You, can, you can say fuck, bro. Yeah. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Take it easy, Thomas. Take it easy. Shit, my damn. goodness. Oh, oh my. Oh, he's just throwing them out there now. <laughs> so my my friend, um, you recently within the last year, uh, went to Oberlin. I'm saying that correctly. That is correct. Yeah. Where is this? That's in Oberlin, Ohio. Mm. Um, the land of enchantment. Land of corn, yes. Ah, oh, maybe was... enchantment corn. Yeah. Both. Man. Why not? Enchanted corn. Did you ever see um, the Rudolph the Red Reindeer like Christmas movie? Oh no, no this is Santa like Claus. The... Santa Claus comes to town. The one about like how he becomes Santa Claus. The claymation one from like the sixties. Oh mm. word. Um, yes and no. Yeah. In, so <laughs> I remember the Rudolph one. So so funny. I know like magic corn. How did I get here? But there's a they they find a wizard in there and like they're in jail and they're like wizard, 
how are we going to get out of here? And he goes, I don't know. All I have are some half-melted down candlesticks and a few pieces of magic corn. Magic corn. But anyways, they feed it to the reindeers, and that's how they get out of there. They fly. But magic corn, man. He probably got it from Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Maybe. The bushes are from Ohio. Oh. It's yeah. a lot of greats from Ohio. Bushes and trees. <laughs> and, uh... And, uh, and now you're going back pretty soon. Yep. And hopefully they don't shut my ass down. Mm. I'll be... I'll be very mad. Mm. I'm snitching. If I hear a single party's going on, I'm snitching. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> you, let the, the record be shown. Let, let the, the record, record be shown. shown. I am snitching. I, am, I will be snitching. I will be the one. I'll sing like Tweety Bird. <laughs> oh, damn. It's just gonna be Chris in his room, like, making beats. Like, <laughs> they are the one. <laughs> going. They're having a party at 243... The rest of the address. <laughs> the rest of the address. So, uh... Yeah. But were you making uh, music or were you performing before sixth grade? Like when you were a lot younger? Or uh, when it all kind of started there? No. Uh, it was around like third or fourth grade whenever the Princess and the Frog movie came out. Ah. So that, I still have yet to see that one. That is the most spectacular film. Watch it. I love... Um, <laughs> oh, God. The guy who voices the, the Baron. Or, um, the Baron? Not the Baron. Uh, the, the, the magic guy. Dr. Facilier? Yes. I, he looks like this dude called Baron Somdi, who's oh, in, um, like, voodoo mythology. Mm. Um, oh, that is pretty hip, though. What's, what's his name? The guy who voices him. Voices Darth Vader. Nice. Oh. What's his name? Darth. I, I have no Wait, idea. Wait, so though. he voices... I'm so bad. Yeah, the guy who voiced, voices that guy. Really? Do- Dr. whatever. Facilier? He also voices Mufasa. I think those are two James different Earl- cats, bro. I, but I don't think it's James Earl Jones doing that. I don't think was it not James Earl Jones? I don't think it's James Earl Jones bro, playing him. Bro, names to faces is not happening oh right now for me. I gotta look at um, I swear to God, I saw a video. But I don't think James- it's James Earl Jones playing him. James I think it's Earl Jones. somebody else. James Earl Mufasa. Oh, oh my God. I'm gonna sound so stupid if it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but actually, can you explain to me your um, connection with that movie? With that movie? Yeah. Um, and why is that so important? I don't know. It was just a dope film. And then I saw, I mean, I liked animations and I like movies in general. And the movies always had good music. Mm-hmm. It was Disney, so right. it was well produced. Um, I remember I, you saying something about um, that kind of gave you the idea to, oh, no, to play. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the alligator, I forgot what his name was. I haven't seen that movie in so long, but he was playing a lot of trumpet. Mm-hmm. And then I found out a couple of years later is the guy that was actually playing trumpet is Terrence Blanchard. He mm. was like, he's a huge, huge trumpet player. Like he's out of New Orleans. He played mm. with um, the Jazz Messengers. He was, yeah, he he's a big deal, man. Okay. I, I know that doesn't really help <laughs> if, if you don't know <laughs> no, what I'm but talking that, about. That, that yeah. really gave you the incentive to do to play music. To play, yeah, to yeah. play music, and then um, it was like. The next year, I was, like, in fifth grade, so I still wasn't in the band, but I wanted to play a lot, and my sister was playing oboe, mm-hmm. so I was jealous, so nah, I, I just for, had to wait another year, and then I joined the band. For the record, I was wrong. It's um, Come it's, on, it's Keith me. David, but... It is Keith David, yeah. But I also really love Keith David. Okay. I love him. He was in Community, and despite was the... Was he? He was in, like, the later seasons of Community, mm. like, the, like, the final one that no one liked. Oh, really? But I... I hope I'm not wrong about that either. Let me look at Keith David oh. and community. <laughs> Today is not my fact team. checking. <laughs> Keith Dave. So 
Princess and the Frog right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the oboe. So your sister, does she still play that today? No, she does not. She does not play oboe. She does not play. So is it just you now in the family that's just kind of taking over music? Yeah, I'm pretty much the only one that plays. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have a cousin. She's she's in New York. She's a fifth grader, and then she's doing theater. I think actually. Mm, yeah, fantastic. she did. She did a she did a program, and then she was one of the best best actresses in her grade and then mm. they got to do something in the city i don't know what it was but mm-hmm. i'm proud of her <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so you've yeah. just been doing it since six sixth grade since sixth yeah. grade yeah i've been mm-hmm. i've been in music yeah uh-huh. and like how many have you learned any other instruments as well yeah so i played trumpet for a while in middle school and then i decided to switch to percussion and then t- i don't know i just started singing my junior year it, uh-huh. it's all kind of it's all kind of hazily and everything. Hazily, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm still playing music, and it's uh, it is what it is, you know. Can you kind of explain to me some of the things or some of the places that you've gotten to go with the opportunities that you've been given? Like where's music? music taking me? Yeah, because um, you've been through you've been through you've been a lot Ohio, of places. and Ohio is the big place. <laughs> it's the it's the jazz center of that's America. Where, that's, that, that's where everyone. <laughs> but you've been to New York as going. well. Yeah, I've been to New York. I did a. I, what was it like my junior and my senior year we did a the essentially ellington competition mm-hmm. so that's a national competition where only 15 bands from across the country play in competition obviously and we play for cats like win marsalis um jeff hamilton excellent drummer um i think no i don't think ron carter taught that one that's a collegiate one they just started but mm-hmm. anyways yeah so we'd gone to that competition in new york city for two years Mm -hmm. yeah and how was that experience for you it was very eye-opening like i wanted to play jazz but i realized that i never was in an environment that allowed that to really happen Mm -hmm. because st cloud isn't the jazz metropolis anywhere it's it's no ohio (laughs) you're right yeah there's not much music happening in st cloud so Mm -hmm. it was really cool to get that experience of playing serious or having serious fun playing the music, but also being serious and playing the music that I always wanted to study. Mm. And then that same year, when it's only my first year, I make a national... Uh, I, I make the top band, and then I go to a national competition with them. I fold on stage. I did not have a good time on stage. No, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was playing vibraphone, and then I had, like, no experience. But I think it just taught me to just double down and be more serious because there's kids who have been ready from the jump you know mm. and, and then, do you think you weren't ready when you first started uh i mean who's ready when they first start you know mm-hmm. i thought that i was learning and i wanted to learn but when did it really i don't i don't regret right doing doing that right. competition at so the end when day. when did it really get serious for you when did you really was like this is what I at wanted. least for jazz i mean i knew i wanted to play music seriously since like sixth grade that's why i was doing like i was doing a lot more like classical or like just concert Uh band um repertoire but then i started getting into the jazz and improvisation kind of thing Uh and then i learned i had to learn a lot more theory i had to listen to a lot more records i had to get my feel get my time right it's it's very difficult Uh not not to say that classical music isn't difficult they both have their their quirks but jazz requires more what do you like about jazz um, I mean, if you want to call it jazz, there's a whole there's a whole like debacle about whether you should call it jazz, Black American music, Black classical music, Western classical music. 
because all these names are just they're kind of frivolous at the end of the day at the, what, what do you, you just say music what yeah what do you consider it what do i consider i, I just call it music at the end of the day i mean hey, if we say good. jazz we know what we're talking about yeah you know do you have a favorite like jazz or i know you, you see you know about a bunch of jazz artists do you have like one that you really like more than like do i have a favorite yeah. i guess mostly like one that kind of inspires how you play i'm inspired every day by people i'm inspired mm -hmm. by my friends um Louis Armstrong is the reason why I did music, mm -hmm. so that yeah. explains the trumpet too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because alligator Louis Armstrong, he he was emulating Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Louis, he not only was he like an amazing like trumpet player, he he was a serious trumpet player, is in, mm -hmm. incredible. But he could also sing. He was very personable. He lit up the room when he was around. He brought people together. That's what I want to do with music. And then there's also people like Miles Davis. Right. Um, he excellent painter as well as um, trumpet player and composer. He did um, St. James Infirmary Blues, uh, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, 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 he did. That was like a rotoscoped animation video, and then he sang over it. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, was, was it the one where it has like a clown or something chasing? Or, no, I think that's You Rascal You. It's like he's a yeah. ghost or something like that. It, it's yeah. A, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a kind of creepy animation because mm -hmm. of how like fluid his movements are but that's just how rotoscoping works because yeah they would take his movement they draw over that but it was like his singing was really good mm -hmm. and they they rotoscoped his movement so his dancing and everything like that was in there too oh. it was good it was good stuff yeah that's awesome what, what were we on just now we we're talking about your, your like your inspiration uh, inspiration like yeah so like a lewis armstrong a miles davis sarah vaughn she's a beautiful mm -hmm. singer um she has such depth she could have sang opera if she wanted um she's fantastic and they called her sassy too so mm -hmm. it, it, not only were they amazing um like people but they also had their own personalities and their own quirks so it was cool to like see see their personality and their experience reflected in the music that they performed mm -hmm. you know um cool. sarah vaughn yeah, miles davis joe williams whole bunch of people yeah so, uh, tell us uh, how your high school experience was like. I know you and me uh, met a sophomore year. My sophomore, no. Yeah, my sophomore year, your freshman year. Yeah. Um, and that was because you were there the following year, right around my junior year, and then you left to OXA. Um, mm -hmm. But fantastic. you're fantastic, my man. I just always oh. wanted to say that clear off the Thanks, bat man. because... Um, I knew that was, band was always something that I knew I always wanted to do. I never just had a chance or an opportunity to mm -hmm. do it. I I had the chance back then. I would have loved to do it. But, like, I always remember hearing about you, Maxwell Jones, and there was a girl that was also in that group that I always forget. There was the three of you. I always remember you guys because you guys also ended up auditioning for you. Oh, Frankenstein was, it, was it Eleanor Studley? Yes, the three yeah. of you. I remember yeah. the three of you. Um... And, uh, Should I have said her name? <laughs> no. I mean, we said your name. Guys, we got her. <laughs> we got him. We got him. Um, so, yeah, just kind of tell us how that was for you transitioning from St. Cloud to Oxa. Yeah. Um, well, in general, when I was um, choosing schools, I guess, because I, I did have the option of going to Oxa before. Mm -hmm. but um, So, real, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Did, did you just say, like, why you wanted to go to Oxa? Like, why you switched? Um, at which point in time? Because there was two two points. Where I would it was say like your reasoning behind transitioning 
<laughs> transitioning. Transitioning. Uh, Going into your junior year, I would say. Well, yeah. well, you want me to answer the first question, then I could, I could do this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I think your first question was, um, how was your musical experience in high school or your high no, school? No, just like in general, like you playing in St. Cloud and then going to Oxide. Oh, and yeah, and yeah, that. yeah. So my experience playing in St. Cloud was exclusively like in the high school band. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of stuff that I would learn would be either from my teacher, Han Kane Herlock, who passed um, my sophomore year or online or just through marching band, concert band or the high school jazz band I was doing at um, St. Cloud. I was learning a lot a lot of percussion. I, I kind of didn't do as much trumpet because I only did that in the jazz band. And the whole point is that I wanted to learn how to do more music and like play other styles with other people. And I felt kind of pigeonholed mm -hmm. in St. Cloud because mm -hmm. there's just not, not, not a lot of musicians, but there's a lot of kid band kids, if you would. Yeah. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's more of a hobby rather than a, yeah. than like a passion of theirs. So I thought I, it was a fun experience, and then they did play super serious, but I wanted to take it to another right, level. Right. Like, I wanted to do this for my life. I know okay. I wanted to. Um, so then I, that's when you decided to go to Oxford. Yeah, I was initially going to just stay at St. Cloud, but then, as I said before, my uh, my teacher, um, Kane Herlock, passed. Um, and that was kind of... It, it was rough, yeah, mm -hmm. as anyone would expect, but... I knew that if I wanted to keep going and then just be serious in music as he was, then I would have to surround myself with people who are on the same mm -hmm. same wavelength as me, if that makes right. sense. Sure. So then I transferred to OXA, or Osceola County School for the Arts, my junior year. Mm -hmm. And then I was in the top jazz band, in the bottom jazz band at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Two different instruments, trumpet in the bottom one, mm -hmm. vibraphone in the top one. And then... I was in the uh, wind ensemble. That's the top top band over mm. there. So that was fun. It was cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was interesting seeing a lot of kids that that were um, invested in their art. If that makes sense. Right. difference between them two between the two schools was it like traumatic um n not in the way that you would think like people hear art school and they think it's like victorious or some shit mm -hmm. like that <laughs> but no it's i mean it, it's just not that kind of program just yet i, I feel like they just need to invest more uh, in turn i mean i'm talking to the county right now or as mm -hmm. the state i don't really care these people i think we just need to invest in our kids more yeah and actually give them what they need i'm not just saying throw money at them but mm -hmm. if you're here to teach i don't know let's say like a vocal class or like some chorus class then make sure that your kids are getting the full experience like can they read music mm -hmm. can they also sing in tune can they be musical and express themselves as artists mm -hmm. you know i i feel like we just need to invest more mm -hmm. into our arts education scene uh here's a fascinating thing that i've noticed about you so you go to college right and you know all these instruments but you end up going into jazz voice which is very interesting to mm -hmm. me so you knew how to play all these music but you wanted to vocally want to sing yeah well 
<laughs> it's it's got a lot more complicated than that. Yeah, yeah, it, right. It's mostly like a. Um, well, I do love to play, and that was great. But then my junior year, or not my junior year, excuse me, it was my senior year. Then I started singing, and then I noticed I got a lot more opportunities playing music than I did with anything else. Right. So I was thinking, mm, maybe I should focus on this for a while, and then I could make a career out of it. I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure, but I was thinking maybe I should just sing and study singing. I do enjoy it. It is fun, but it's not the only thing that I want to do, you know? Right. Like, I don't think that I want to be defined or pigeonholed as a singer exclusively. Right. I, I have other skill sets as well. Yeah. So yeah. what was your whole reasoning behind going into school for that instead? To school for jet money. Just <laughs> money? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Nothing yeah, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, sure. I gotta, I'm gotta. i still learning the same thing Work with the Work your way in players. there, man. Exactly, yeah, yeah. For sure. But for I'm sure. thinking of doing a double major anyways. So oh. I, I might, yeah, like, nice. I'm in the conservatory, but I might do... Um, uh, I was thinking cinema studies. <laughs> oh, very. I thought nice. that was cool. Very, very. I mean, I'm like every college kid. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm gonna waste my parents' money to find out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do not have money like that. <laughs> but so, um, when we picked you up today, mm-hmm. you were telling us about how, like, you know, you don't exactly think mm-hmm. going to art schools is is necessary or. But elaborate on that a bit more. Yeah, because you you know you've learned these these this history on the music that you've been playing, um, do you think you kind of learned that? Obviously, like, it's like a homework perspective, but, like, do you think you've learned more by yourself as opposed to what you've been taught? Mm, Yes and no. Um, I came in with a lot of background knowledge. Um, Not a lot, though. Not, like, at a collegiate. It's not like I could teach better than the professors there, but Mm. there's some classes I just haven't taken yet, so I can't have an opinion on everything. For for sure. sure. But at the same time, I feel like the whole idea of having to pay thousands of dollars to learn something you could go... You could learn just as well as just moving. Well, not, not to say that moving is any cheaper, but, like, playing with people that are already playing this music or, like reading a couple books i think that this this information is out there and it's ready for you but like it depends on what kind of and what you really want out of your music education or your arts education whatever it is like there's this cat on youtube his name's sneeko you, you guys know who sneeko yeah. is yo that cat is so funny he's like i think he's like filipino and haitian but anyways um he went to nyu and then he was doing cinema studies and then he's spending like thousands of dollars, like sixty thousand dollars to go to school every year. It's kind of it's ridiculous. Like money for school is so stupid. And then this cat, what is it? Uh, his most recent videos oh. are why I always get demonetized, <laughs> how people view you, and should we abolish the police? Yeah, I mean he's he's doing his thing on YouTube, which is cool. I mean there's different avenues for whatever career you want but he he learned all the skills that he could learn at cinema school online he's got another video he he just decided to drop it he's got one called is it okay to cheat with a latte and fandom (laughs) oh man that that was a funny episode (laughs) so tell us chris is it okay to cheat is it okay to cheat hell no we won't go (laughs) we we won't go that's it we won't go we won't go Well, that's cool, though. Yeah, sorry for the rambling. I'm oh, just no, like, you're good. But, like, whenever you go to school or you ever put yourself in a situation where you're trying to grow, like, the whole point of going to school is that you want to get something out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure that you squeeze as much as you can. 
because you could just get the knowledge that's fine like i'm saying that you could just read a book or do any of that shit right but they're not gonna teach you how to actually market yourself yeah as an artist the intricacies so like you could graduate there's i see it all the time there's a whole bunch of kids i'm not like an expert or some shit but i know that my friends that also graduated from music school just go right back on the couch Mm -hmm. and it's mostly because they don't know how to talk to people or how to market themselves, how to yeah. put themselves in those situations to get gigs and to be more malleable. Because what I really hate about music school and conservatory as it is now is that it pigeonholes you into being one thing. And I think that's so stupid. Mm-hmm. I get a jazz voice degree, but I, they only want me to... I'm not saying that this is what the school wants. I'm saying th- this, generally speaking, for most institutions. That was, like, really bold of me to say, but, like, (laughs) that was really bold, but let's say this for classical singers, because I know they have the worst problem. Mm -hmm. They all do, like, operatic singing, learn the same couple of roles. You learn, like, what, five or six roles to do so that you could get into the major opera houses, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, Lincoln Center, like, something like that, right? Right. How many seats are there? Or how many positions are there if there's only, like, uh, let's say that there's eight major opera houses. There's, like... 12 kids in each studio there's like at least four studios at each major conservatory how many of those kids are going to get a job yeah you know mm-hmm. and then they're gonna they're gonna learn all these skills and it's great you could teach that's great but if you don't want to teach what else are you going to do it's like and then they also discourage you from learning um more like pop oriented music or like jazz or like really yeah it, it some teachers oh, i'm not going to speak for all of them like, but why, i why noticed you, this is a trend why do you think they do that I think it's just this whole bullshit with Americans just praising Eurocentric music. I mean, it's great, it's wonderful, it's art, but it's not the only thing that's out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's so goofy because then you're just you're limiting yourself. the The one thing that I really um, am thankful for for taking that theater class with uh, at St. Cloud is that things that miss um miss c miss yeah. oh my yeah. god i'm forgetting names wow, or, bro i'm tripping bro no but the things that she would say like oh can you do this can you let, let's say that you're in an audition oh can you tap can you sing blah 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 and the audition's only for like i don't know uh, a bush or a tree or something she's like make sure that you could display everything that you do because then that just shows that you're you, you you could put on many hats or a lot of different hats right your bag your your bag of tricks ba- yeah yeah, yeah, yeah Matt, that's what it was called ba- bag, of, bag of tricks yeah that's know, how she put like, it yeah. i think it's like hat of tricks but i was like wait why would there be trick whatever bag of hats bag of hat. we call it trick we call it trick we call it trick no no but no but i see what you mean yeah you know yeah. like it teaches you to be um Versus more time. malleable because yeah. i could be a jazz voice um major but oh you have a great voice chris thought about voice acting or thought about doing jingles or just regular acting or can you dance you know Mm -hmm. like yes you should try to focus on the thing that you love the most and build on that and then be really good at that but also at the same time explore other avenues of making art or just making something of yourself because like oh my god i'm so (laughs) sorry i'm so (laughs) i'm so sorry We'll keep that. In. We'll keep that. Yeah, we'll keep it. Yo, excuse it's me. It's part of the magic. It's part of the part magic. Part of magic. You know, just natural gas is just. Oh. I don't know. You, 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 I think you should just experiment with other artists and try to be as malleable and artistic as possible. I feel like if you're really trying to get into these major things, it's like more than just I want to learn how to play music. Yeah. It's. I feel like this whole arts thing is very elitist. 
Very mm. true. I feel the same way. I, like, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I went to Curtis. Yeah. I went to mm -hmm. Juilliard. I went to blah, blah, blah. Which is great. That's great that you got into those schools. It's serious programs, but... It doesn't mean that the kid that went to FIU is any less or yeah, went to the University of Texas. On, on the, on the, on the, yeah. How well that person can perform. Exactly. Like, um, what was it? You remember Rosanny? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. Was, from, she was, from the Star Program? From the Star Program. Is, is it Zarias? Zarias. I can't remember her last name. But, anyways, she, she, went to, she went to a SUNY school, so that's like a. Like oh, a community yeah, yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. SUNY Purchase. Yes. Yeah, was it SUNY Purchase? I was only SUNY school. I Damn, know. I was about to go to SUNY Purchase. That place is popping, man. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also know another girl from there. Word? Uh, with Megan Greco. And she was. She like, goes to Purchase? As we like, go to SUNY Purchase, she goes, yeah, I went to SUNY Poor Choice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Nah, I, like, I mean, the, the jazz program there is pretty happening. I know there's this really, hey, nice. really talented singer, uh, Samara McLeddan. She's, she's the next big thing. Yeah. Like, there's... There's nobody else that's in my age group that I think can sing on that level. She's really amazing. Mm -hmm. well, but cool. I know it's, I mean, uh, it's But, really like, uh, we were talking about Rosanna. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, she went to, like, a SUNY school, and then she was just as skilled, very talented actor, and then for her master's, she went to the Juilliard school. Say she didn't go to Juilliard, she would still be a really killing actress. Mm -hmm. And right now she's on The L Word, I think, like oh, that HBO really? thing. Yeah, yeah, she's oh, doing, what? yeah, she's cool. doing serious shit, bro. <laughs> So I mean, cool. it, it is really, there's a lot of valid points of what you mean on uh, yeah. how this social class, when it comes to art, it just, it's a very weird um, structure on how, what we believe or, or what the media puts out in terms of what they want out of art. It's it's a weird thing. It's like there's this. Yeah. How do you, how do you um, put a price tag on art? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all up to interpretation. That's exactly. Yeah. It's all subjective. Yeah. I think it's just goofy because we're like the whole okay when I'm talking about the whole elitism thing it's like you're kind of setting these kids up to like not even have the chance because yeah there I mean you might get more often than not I guess you'd get a Frank Zawali right, right. from like a St. Cloud it doesn't really have like ex like endless resources as some of these kids who have been training and tap dancing since they were four their parents are producers and they're super rich and then they have all the connections already so they make sure that their kid gets into these schools mm -hmm. or they just pay for the school to put them into these schools like that one mom off of full house yeah, and you <laughs> like, should, Laura, lauren mclaughlin or something yeah. like that. some shit like she, that she yeah. she like did a horrible thing and she's going to jail for two months Two months. That's all, she, that's all she got. Her husband. If it was anybody else, they'd be in jail forever. For life, bro. They'll be like, "Oh, that's fraud." It was like she was. She bribed her kids into there or something yeah. like that. I mean, you, if you could afford to bribe your kids into school, I don't think uh, those kids didn't even. They don't even the need to go to. They don't need to go anymore. to the damn school. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Your parents were on Full House. You're rich the already. Sitcom of all time. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't think anyone ever. If you think Full House is the greatest sitcom of all time. Please get help. I think it was the greatest theme song. It, ah. Now that what do you think it, is okay, greatest, one of them? What do you think is the greatest sitcom? The about? the greatest sitcom? I don't watch TV. I'm just capping. I'm <laughs> capping for the. No, but that's <laughs> debatable. Was, no, I don't know about other shows. He but was, it is yeah. debatable. He was right but about like, that. I think it's overrated. If you say that Full House, Friends, and Seinfeld are your favorite shows, you probably have no. Those are all three. <laughs> all those all three of those shows are exactly the same. But Full House did have that awesome like intro. That shit was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they're bad shows. It's just like there's other shows out there yeah bro. they're very they're very basic they're like vanilla vanilla yeah but to finish the point it was <laughs> <laughs> it was like 
these kids don't need to be there and they could still get these gigs. The whole point is being connected. Mm-hmm. And going to, like, for me, the reason why I wanted to go to uni- uh, university or college or whatever the fuck, uh, conservatory, the whole reason I wanted to leave was because it wasn't where I was. There we go, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. People, sometimes people attribute leaving hometown to succeeding. Exactly. Which yeah. isn't true, necessarily. Because, yeah. I mean, real success is if you have those gigs and you could still stay home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're getting that many calls that you could just stay in the same spot, you could be in bumfuck Ohio or wherever. <laughs> no, no one really cares as long as you could get on a plane and do the gig or record something or tap or whatever. Right. You know, I mean, and that's what you were doing for a time before you did leave, right? I would say for a time like gigging. I mean, because you did travel quite a couple places. Yeah, I mean, but was I getting paid? Oh, <laughs> were, you not, were you not getting paid? I thought you were getting paid for this. Uh, not for all of those. Oh. Which one was your favorite one? That I got paid for? Well, in general, out of all of them. Oh, my favorite gig so far, um, I did a tour this past January. It was like a mini tour, but I was playing with Rodney Whitaker. And Rodney Whitaker is like such a um, phenomenal musician. He's um He was a former bassist for Jazz at Lincoln Center. Um... He, every time I'm around him, he's it's just a master class in learning how to be a good person mm-hmm. and also being able to play your ass off at the same time. Right. And then it was myself on vocals, my my sister, Rock Kelforton, mm-hmm. and then there was Marcus Printup, who's also in Jazz at Lincoln Center, Chris Crenshaw, Eric Reed, Carl Allen, who was a director of artistic studies at Juilliard for a time. Mm. Um, who else was in the band? Oh, Victor Goins. How long was the tour? It was like a week, but it, it, or a weekend, more like. Did, but the fact that I got, I was able to play with these people yeah. is did amazing. You just travel in Florida or no? The tour was in Michigan, so the first stop was at Detroit, Detroit Symphony Orchestra Hall, and then we went to. What was Detroit like? Is it Detroit? I, I mean, I didn't go to Detroit, but okay, it was okay. interesting to see. It's it's kind of sad. Like you have this big ass casino in the middle of a city where there's a whole bunch of dilapidated houses around it. I think yeah. they need to invest in their shit. Not like the people of Detroit, but like the, the property values. No, no, the pe- the what's it called? Like the local government needs to get. Oh, shit okay, okay, okay. Cause it's it's bullshit. Like, how are you gonna have people that are, like, almost practically like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Man, fuck politics, bro. <laughs> no, for real. We don't need them. We don't need them. Get them out of here. We don't need them. <laughs> no, it's it's just wrong to see. Mm-hmm. You know, we we should invest in our people. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you've been doing this for quite a long time now. Um, how has that kind of shaped, you know, how you are as a person now, and and what you've been trying to establish yourself as a musician, but also as just like a individual. Um, I would say if it wasn't for the arts, I wouldn't be the person that I am. I think I would be a lot more closed-minded, and I wouldn't be as malleable. I'm using that word way too much, but yeah, no, it's a good hey, word. Man. It's a good word. Malleable. I don't word. even know if I'm using that's it the right. word for the episode. <laughs> yeah, like fluid, open yeah, yeah, fluid. Yeah. I, I don't think I would be as um. Uh, I'm glad that I did the damn thing, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, cool, cool, man. Arts is, arts is um, the arts are an amazing thing that we should cherish and try to invest in more and i think everyone should have the opportunity to do that so if i were to give any advice to any listeners i would say i'll I'll say a whole tangent but firstly if you're gonna learn to do anything learn from people that are already doing it because not only will they give you opportunities but they'll be your friends 
and they're also they'll also be the ones that'll educate you because you you grow and you have something to show them they grow they have something to show you it's like kind of back and forth another thing um always be open to new things and trying to discover things you might have not come in contact with like for example i don't really surround myself with like noise music but i went to a noise show and it wasn't as terrible as i thought it was going to be <laughs> so definitely do that and one more thing just have fun my name is Chris McDowell, and this was The Power of Four. And now, presenting Sage. Uh, Alright, that's a wrap.